Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. It is season 10. It is episode 18, and I want to get in early. My prediction for Aston Villa is 1-0 one one West Ham. Nope, too late. Too late. I've got no, that prediction in early. I'm entitled to have first call. Nope. Nope. All anyway. Right. All right. You have 1-0 then. All right. I will. Thanks. If we won 1-0, it'll be down to you. Right. I'm muting you in a minute if you carry on. Uh, back by popular demand. It is Bucci oh, of the what? variety. Popular no, demand. Popular. Uh, George, where are you? What are you doing, mate? Uh, I'm in my living room recording a podcast with you guys. Hello, everybody. Yeah, Hello, crazy George. cat. You crazy, crazy cat. Where, where's your dad tonight? I don't know. That's the honest answer. I was surprised when he said we no. We asked him, are you doing the podcast tonight? Uh, and he went, no. Yeah, I think. I, I'm Very not sure he wants to chat for two and a half hours. I think that's probably it. Uh, Len. Hello, mate. Back. Um, where are you? What are you doing? I'm in the living room stroke studio stroke office stroke lounge stroke workshop doing a podcast okay. with you. Hey. Lockdown means, means nothing to you, does it? Because you're mostly in your house most of the time anyway. I am now. now yeah. Especially now they shut the pub. Yeah. <laughs> Last but not least, uh, Nigel, where are you? What are you doing? I'm in my shed. Hey. Shed. Shed. Which shed? Shed number one. It's new shed number one or number two. Shed man, shed man, shed man, shed man. Anyway, we're back. We're back, and we've got football to talk about tonight. But but it's don't worry, don't worry. You're not in for like a six-hour spectacular. It's, it's going to be a short one tonight. Um, so let's start. We played the Blades at Bramall Lane. Um, actually, 
one thing before we start, and you're the historian, uh, Nigel. The BBC said, and I repeated it, that we hadn't won at Bramall Lane since 1968 when Moro and Peters um, were playing. Yeah. That's not true, is it? No. Well, no, I don't know what the BBC... Did the BBC... In the, in the top flight, I think. They yes. They, did they caveat it and said, we hadn't won there in top flight? Um, no, that's what they were saying on Sky. I don't know what BBC yeah. said, but Sky said that a couple of times. Yeah. So it's top flight, okay. Um, but would it, but the pro- the thing with that stat is it, it's not it's not Liverpool esque because we haven't really played them a lot. So the last time we beat them uh, at Bramwell Lane, I was there, nineteen ninety two, and we'd beat them the visit before that in ninety ninety or ninety one. Um, so, and that was only five games ago. Yeah, but we'd lost our last three visits to Bramall Lane. Um, I'll give you a bonus point if you can tell me the first game we ever played against Sheffield United. The first the game year. we ever played against Sheffield United. Yeah, it was New Year's Day. What year? I, I'm guessing it'd be nineteen nineteen or nineteen twenty. All close, nineteen twenty-four. Oh, oh right, yeah. Who's got the upper hand in games, head-to-head? West Ham or Sheffield United? Well, I'd go West Ham. Me too. It's not Sheffield United. Oh, is it? All right. We, well, we won it's last week. Just a stat week. attack. Um, they've won 38 games. We've won 32 and 21 are drawn. But anyway, it's not a statistics podcast. It is a football podcast. So let's talk about uh, the football. Let's start with you, George. We, we haven't heard your voice for a while. Yeah, hello. Um, Let's talk about that 1-0 win. Talk about it. Talk about it. Um, well, I was about I was, I was, uh, I was very, very impressed with the performances all round, to be honest. Um, I was obviously very pleased to get the three points. I think it, we could have scored more, definitely. Should have scored more. Um, good performance, good result. Good performance, good result. I mean... the. You know, which one? Which do you do? Both. You just say good results. We got the three points, or do you think it was a good performance? I think it's both. I said I was thoroughly impressed with the performance right. and the result. Um, right. To go away anywhere and win, especially them who know they'd be up for it, they're desperate for points. Um, so to nick the win was brilliant. I thought, you know, I'd, on on the surface of it, whilst the game was going on, I was getting frustrated by Haller. I felt like everything was breaking down when it got to him. But having looked back at it and watching highlights and stuff, you know, some of his link-up play and hold-up play was very good. Um, Let's remember, he did score through deflection. I know he did, but there was other bits he did throughout the game that I thought, at the time, I I was was sitting there watching my wife and I kept saying, oh, it's useless, it's useless. Like, it was frustrating me, but thinking back on it and looking back on it, I think he has, he had decent performance. I thought Fabianski was very good. You know, he made some very important yeah. saves in the first half, particularly, uh, and a couple in the second half. I thought Declan Rice had another stormer. He was just doing his job quietly, but really important stuff, breaking the ball up, making important tackles and playing it short and simple. Um, yeah, very, very impressed. I, I, I was texting John throughout the game and, I said to him at the end, you know, in recent years gone by, we'd have just thrown away that game. We might have taken the league, yeah. but we would have we would have conceded. Yeah. And it was I nice mean, they haven't it. won for eight games, 
And you knew West Ham way would be. Yeah, yeah they haven't yeah. won all season, but they beat West yeah, Ham. If it, we used you know, to say, that, if, if you that, need a win, play West Ham. Yeah. You know, Chris Wilder um, has never been sacked, ever. He's a, he's a boyhood uh, Blades fan. Um, is, he, is he only been manager at um, Sheffield United? You'll know this, Nigel. Or is where else has he managed? Nope, Nigel's on mute, so he's not going to answer that. <laughs> um, sorry, it was the physio deal. I started telling you, and then you went, he's on mute. All right, yeah. And he got the job when they were in League One as caretaker manager, and he did such a good job, um, they kept him on. So I think he was either a physio or, or like the first team coach. And basically, they were so happy with what he did, they kept him on. And then he got him promoted, which I think was a bit unexpected in a championship. So then obviously, they kept him on. And then even more unexpectedly, probably for them, even though I think they have got like an Arab or, or Chinese own, I think it's an Arab owner, Sheffield United. They had a bit of money that he then got them up. So this is the worst run of his career. Yeah. So well, uh, he could come to an end. He's under a bit of pressure. Look, now, yeah. I, I, I'll get to my bit at the end, but I didn't. I didn't think they were a very impressive side. But you know, uh, um, anything to add, George? Before we go to Lenny Boy? No, nope. I covered it all. Len, Len, yeah. words of wisdom oh. from Canning Town Len about, about dispatching the blades. Well, there's no words of wisdom. All I say is I somewhat enjoyed watching it. I think what I did notice now is a golfing class. I say that tentatively. A golfing class between our players and theirs that probably wasn't there um, earlier on in the um, in um, Moise's new reign. The, the players are looking better now and it's showing against other teams. Declan Rice was just awesome. I mean, every time they get to the ball, you've got no fears or anxieties of losing the ball now. He's getting that good a player. Mm-hmm. Um, right team, right tactics, right substitutions. Yeah, yeah I want to impress the Lanzini when he came. I lost the ball more than... I was I was surprised he went for him over Ben Rama. Yeah. I was somewhat. I think that's what most people expect him, Ben Rama, to come on and, and finish the game. Because we didn't, you know, all right, so we won 1 0, right? And your prediction came true. Yeah. But we should have finished off the game. We had multiple chances. Yes, I mean, who who hit? Was it Rice? Rice that hit, hit the, the crossbar. The, right hit, right hits the crossbar. Elia had another. Absolute um, sitter. So, sitter. So did Suchek. He had a sitter earlier on. That was a sitter. Um, so, yeah, we, you know, we, we should have buried it. But we, at the end of the day, the job's done. And then on another day when we need to, they're going in. So, all's well that ends well. Okay. Anything else to add? No, mate. Not really. I'm just enjoying the, the good spirit of the team now and everything right. that comes with Nig- it. Nigel, do you offer a different view, a purist football view? Do you want to talk formation or... Or tactics to us? No, I'm mean, no real surprise that he didn't change it. To be fair, Moyes will keep a winning team, as is the old school rule, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, don't change your winning team. Sheffield United, as expected, come out early doors, had, had a go at us. 
uh, I think uh, Baldock, is it George Baldock? Um, mm-hmm. He got down the wing a few times. I quite liked him as a right back. Actually, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be disappointed if we uh, signed him. Um, he, he did well, uh, and they had some early success. Fabianski pulled off a couple of good saves. Then we came into the game. Uh, I must admit, I thought the first half was a bit boring. To be fair, to the point that I put twenty quid on nil nil. Um, so I bet fair we're happy come 15 minutes later when West Ham scored. Um, it's not the quickest I've lost 20 quid, but it was certainly, you know, didn't even give me a chance of getting profit for cash out. I was hoping to nick a tenner. Um, the, the, <laughs> the goal, yeah, I'd, it, in, it was well worked. We played Fulham and we've played Sheffield United, two of the worst teams in the league on form. We've only beaten 1-0. And both teams had chances to score. McBurney, in a way, should have buried his one-on-one where he smashed it against the crossbar. Mm-hmm. So you could say we've been fortunate. But fortune smiles on the brave, isn't it, in a way? So let's see. The, the bigger test for me is Aston Villa. It's just good to actually yeah. get the two wins, two clean sheets, and... While we would probably normally win one of them, it's very rare for us to have two wins on the trot. I mean, under Pellegrini, I, you know, it took 18 months or something stupid like that before we had two wins on the trot. But I'm yeah. not fortunate to win it, but we, we rode our luck a bit. I would say that. Yeah, well, I, I, I make you right. I would say we were lucky to win. And the reason I say that is... This is a game. I thought. I thought the whole game was pretty boring. Not just the first half, but I. I thought for a neutral, it was probably a very boring game, and and you know it was separated by it by a lucky deflection. Or maybe not lucky. We did build up to that, um, but we were lucky to get the deflection, and that was the one we converted. There was many other chances we should have taken, and I, I just feel we need. You know, it's great result. Don't get me wrong. I just didn't think it was a great performance. Other people saying it was a great performance, but no, for me, it, was a, it doesn't say it's a great performance. It was a piss poor. It's a piss poor um, Sheffield United, who are low on confidence. A West Ham that are high on confidence, uh, and I just, I just feel we got a, a bit lucky. But we're riding that luck, and long may it continue. Um, I think, um, I think Nigel's you make with Nigel, but you make your own luck. I know they they probably should have scored, but then yeah, we could have, well, look, we could have scored. We could have scored three or four, you know, in the first half. Suchek, yeah, but so could that, I, yeah, yeah, I agree. But we didn't take those so chances, did, did we? Take, in Our the first goal half, was lucky yeah, yeah. in a way. Fantastic, but if you look at if you look at Haller, Haller's probably thought they're not going to pass to me. I ain't going to bother running in the box. You know, I'll just stand here because they're just ignoring me. Because he was he was open quite a few times and neither four nails nor Bowen ever put the ball through to him. And he, he just thought, ah, oh, screw it. You know, four nails was trying to shoot with three people in front yeah, of him. Four, yeah. Four nails kept doing that. Bowen kept doing that as well. That's, that's Turning into people. And, and, and not, yeah. not putting him through. There was, there was one point where the ball went out right to four nails. We had two on one first time ball back into the middle. How is bearing down on goal one-on-one? What does the four nails do? Takes control of it, tries to bring it inside, holds the play up. They get people back. You know, so I was really pleased for Haller to get his goal. And and um, 
a fantastic strike it was. But it, it come from a luck, you know, not a lucky defection. You know, they bad play from They built us. up. So I, I concede that. But what I'm saying is that the, the one goal that separated the two came from a deflection. Just given a stat attack. But it's not a deflection. Uh, had... It's a block. They blocked four Nelsie's shot. And right. the ball just 49%. 49% West Ham had 51%, obviously, Sheffield United. They had nine shots, five on target. Shows what good job Fabianski did, as someone else said. We had 15 shots, three on target. So, you know, maybe I, I'll stand by my statement a little bit lucky. Let's just talk about Alaire. A lot, a lot of people said didn't celebrate his goal, doesn't smile, grumpy French man. Um, <laughs> it's it's come out. Ivory I wrote today, Ivorian. So what was that, no, George? He's Ivorian, isn't he, these days? Well, he is now, yeah. yeah. But um, Is he Ivorian the engine? I wrote a story today, which I got <laughs> from somewhere else, that when he was at Frankfurt, he, he, he'd said he doesn't like to be emotional. He's known as the cool cat is it the cool cat i can't even remember my own story i think he's called <laughs> well, it wasn't cool your cat. story That's... sean you just admitted you got it from somewhere else so yeah i, I got it from somewhere <laughs> else. Well, none um, of us have read it anyway we can't help you no know, i can't help you along with it. yeah i know like, I'm like, I'm gonna check. but anyway he he's known as the cool cat um and he doesn't celebrate he says uh sorry the cool bird <laughs> i knew i quite sorry. cat bird all the same he's known as a cool bird and nico kovac who was his manager at Frankfurt, used to name him that. And and Allaire admitted, you know, that he only once got emotional after scoring a penalty and said on the birth of his daughter, he says, I don't really like to show emotions. Um, I like, I try to stay, um, I try to stay cool. Um, so there you go. He's, he, 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 he deliberately, it's not that he's disinterested. It's not that he's homesick. It's not that he couldn't give a shit. And you wrote a story he about just, it. Yeah, I did. Well, well done, you. I did actually say that on the podcast a couple of weeks ago that he never celebrated when he played for Frankfurt. But he did, or he didn't? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he did say that. Anyway, uh, no, Mikel Antonio. They were due to put him on the bench, but as Moy said, they decided not to risk him. He will be back. Uh, he, he he's trained two full days before that. So it wasn't ready. Um, no, what else? Everyone else know? should be fit. Go on. There was no representatives from West Ham on the boardroom either. Not one. Oh, really? Yeah. West Ham didn't send anyone. Well, they probably didn't want to travel up with COVID restrictions, maybe. Oh, right. Is that not... I don't know. I'm not a board apologist, so I, I couldn't answer. No? Um, no. Oh. Two, 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 two talking points before we move on to questions. Number one is... Um, Obviously, the big announcement from the Prime Minister, uh, dear Boris, um, saying that uh, sports crowds can return from December. Um, really? Depending on the, on the tier section, uh, on the tier. Um, so that means that um, from the 2nd or the 3rd of December, our first game, by the way, at home is on the 5th of December against Manchester United, um, that uh, depending on the tier system, if it's tier 1, 4,000 can return. If it's Tier 2, 2,000 can return. If it's Tier 3, none can return. Currently, Newham is... Tier 3? Well, no. Newham has got 200 and... 
11.3 infections per 100,000. I think 700 and something infections last week. That on the old rules would put them in tier two. So it looks like we could see 2,000 uh, supporters. What would it be? Newham, or would it be London? It would be Newham, I believe. But Newham it didn't have a separate tier. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. No, it didn't. It got lumped in with London. When London went tier three, so did Newham. When London was well, tier two. went tier three. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Oh, you're right. They All London boroughs went tier yeah, two. Yeah, well, I know. Right. Sorry, living in Sorry, I lose things like yes. that. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it could, it, you're right, it could it could be put in. But if you look across the whole of London, one of the highest places is, fu- funny enough, Havering, which is 384. Oh, Havering. Havering. Yeah. Oh, no. Havering. Where's that? <laughs> What's it called then? Havering. <laughs> Havering, Havering. <laughs> Who cares? It's, isn't People that where... Um, Havering, girl. Like my mum. Uh, <laughs> isn't it where the, um, what do you call it, where the training ground's based isn't that where rush green's based or is that just chadwilly that could be that's border country between barking and dagenham and avering rush green rush green i'm, I'm sure having no i think well i think the entrance actually will probably be in barking and dagenham because barking and dagenham i think it's having is across the road so let, let me tell you why i think it's having because i've read um, planning permission Havering. I've read planning permission for both training grounds, and they've always been havering. Well, check again, because the entrance to Rush Green is across the road to Barking and Dagenham Civic Centre. Now, that was the old plan all. Let's get not involved in postcodes. I'm not getting in postcodes, but no place is going to have a town hall outside of their borough, are they? Well, uh, yes. Uh, Surrey County Council is in Kingston, the borough of Kingston, a London borough of Kingston. Where's Kingston? Where they're... What? Where's where, Kingston? So if you write Kingston, do you go Kingston, Surrey, or do you go Kingston, you know? Well, no, Kingston actually is a London borough, but but um, the, the town Kingston, hall for Surrey? Surrey County Council, which is the seat of the whole of Surrey, is in Kingston and a London borough. But Kingston's Sorry, in Surrey. So is Richmond. Well, there you go. Yeah, but, but they're London as well. Anyway, that's not, it's not a postcode podcast. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to it. So let's talk about uh, um, what, what's your view. Uh, George, let's start with you. Good thing supporters coming back or complete balmy? Uh, uh, who knows, Sean? Um, <laughs> would you I go? Think... All right, let me ask more no, personal well, I questions. Because, I, I, you know, for my personal circumstances at the minute mean I'm not going to football in the near future for a while. I'm about to have a newborn okay. baby for right. the first time well, in our house. So, that, yeah, personally, no. But, I mean, football needs the fans for for sure. Yeah. It's a different game watching it on the TV when there's no fans. It's a different game for the players when there's no fans. Um, mm-hmm. So f- football needs fans, and I look forward to everyone being back there. Having four thousand people there is it going to make much of a difference in a sixty thousand seat stadium? Probably not. Um, but I understand they need to reintroduce things gradually. Um, I don't know. I guess we just wait and see. So I can't. Len, no, it feels balmy to me. To be honest, I just you've can't. Gone see the... Op- you've gone for the option free, so I know yeah. you're technically out of this, right. this ballot or however they're going to pick it. Um, but if you weren't, would you go? 
Um, you're offered a golden ticket to go to West Ham Man U. Do you go? What's the not? Boxing Day game? I might have gone Sorry? to that one. Brighton. I might have gone to the Boxing yeah. Day. Yeah. But um, no, it just so yes or no. Well, no, not really, because I'm just thinking of that the the, the supporter journey and what it involves and how many people yeah, yeah. pass through. I just don't see the point. You might as well just wait now until they're absolutely sure of everything, and then we just go back to okay. where we was. Fair enough. Now, Nigel, you're in the fortunate position like me that we will be in the ballot as long as, I mean, there's been a lot of chatter on, you know, um, uh, Twitter that, you know, the bondholders will get first dibs on it, et cetera, or, or corporate will get first dibs on it. I, I'm, I've no reason to believe that will be the case. I hope it will be an open and fair ballot. But saying you, let's say you get an op- uh, a golden ticket, do you go? On uh, the 5th of December, Nigel? Firstly, I think it's bonkers. I do. I don't I don't see any benefit on having 4,000 fans there. Not to the club, n- not to the atmosphere in the stadium or the game. Cause however... They'll have to spread them out. You think it's bonkers, however, if you're getting given the chance? Well, if I was given a chance... Yes, I would go. <laughs> but uh, there, there's a part of me that thinks it should be everyone or no one. But yeah. when that ballot we drops still through go. the door and it says, well done, Nige, you know, you've been allocated this game, I will be skipping like five-year-old Nigel did up to the ground. You know, uh... and, you know, as I said to someone the other day, you know, you are, if you ever wondered what it would take for me to miss Stratford, uh, it was a worldwide pandemic. Uh, it, the fact that they say you can't go, because um, uh, I will look forward to the day I go back. So, yeah. Good. But, you know, it. it's still going to be a poor substitute. It'll be like going to a reserve game. But I used to like the reserve games in yeah. the old days. Well, so, I, look, I'm, I'm with you, right? I, I'm not sure how it helps football financially. But if I get a golden ticket, absolutely, I'm going to go because it's uh, well. You'll get, get the one t-shirt. You've done. Don't worry. You know. Oh, don't start that. Don't start that rumor that I'm special no, and I'm going to get will. one. You know. If I Come get on, one, it will sure. be pure luck. You know. It will be yeah, pure luck. luck. You're always yeah. in the past. Yeah. But anyway, it is. It's just. It's just. You take your chances, and sometimes yeah. I'm a bit more lucky it's, than other people. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Lucky Sean. Um, lucky Sean. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Um, we, we'll see. <clears throat> as as uh, lockdown continues. So the, the other thing before question time, and then I'll open it up if there's anything you twos want to talk about. But obviously we, we've, um, we announced on our Twitter and we announced on my Twitter and we announced on Len's Twitter uh, that uh, the West Ham content providers are coming together to support a good cause. And, and the idea is that a, a little time to go, and I'm, look, I'm not going to name everybody because if I forget someone, then... Um, then they go, oh, you didn't mention me. But <coughs> one content provider came to us and said, we've got an idea. Let's let's get uh, toys for Christmas uh, for the Newham kids. <coughs> and um, our friend John at um, Iron Support in Ford Bank said, well, actually, Newham already do that. They, they've been doing it for 40-odd years. For, this is a 43rd year. And, and it's done with what's called the AAA. Uh, aspire ambition. Oh, yeah, I tell you, you're getting it all wrong. 
Well, go on then. You tell me. What? Who? Who? It's, but it's the AAA. Recorder, what does the AAA the moon recorder have run a toy drive for the past 42 years. I thought the AAA had always been involved in it. That, that It's under their name and not Newham Recorder anymore. It's supported by Newham Recorder. Well, it's done with community sure you've got those facts now? right? Oh, excuse yeah. me. I've no, only supported. read the Newham Recorder since like 1980 or even okay. 19... But, but all I can tell you is what the press release says. It says, uh, Aspire Ambition, da-da. So do you think Aspire Ambition was around 42 years ago? And that's a really good point, but I, I sort of assumed it had been. And Never heard But of you're it. saying it, the, the concept was a Noom recorder. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All right, fair enough. I was, I don't know, I'm I'm a Surrey boy. We don't get the Noom recorder around here. No, I'll still okay, get fair it. enough. So the idea, let's just talk about The idea is lots of content providers come together podcasts websites youtube uh twitter social media cartoon artists they all come together for one cause it's not about egos it's not about uh, and groups as well you know west ham support groups it's not about infighting we might have our differences we might not get on with each other a lot of the time but we come together to support one aim the aim is that we promote awareness of this newham toy appeal uh, we help raise money for this Noom Toys and Pill, and there's going to be some activities around this. So I think I think it's a good idea, um, and and you know we're we're all trying to get behind it just to think about the kids in Newham. You you tell me any more, Nigel, at all end because I know you've both been involved in this. Well, what do you want to know? <laughs> you've just done it, haven't you? Well, I have, I know, but I just, if I missed anything else, so, so, so watch this space, Look, it's not about what podcast, well, basically, what, go on, we've set a target of reaching to 6,000 kids um, through the food, through the food bank and helping, it's all done with John Matomsky at the Iron Supporting Food Banks, and and then it'll feed into the the toy campaign. It's about helping a big, wide market. So the Iron Supporting Food Banks uh, we're supporting with the drive for the um, Advent calendars. Advent calendars (laughs) and selection boxes. And selection boxes, and then Aside from that, we're also going to point people in the direction of uh, donating toys to the Newham Recorder uh, Community Links Toy Drive or Toy Appeal. Yeah. There, there, it's, it's a, there is a, um, uh, a, a actually a toy list or a, a present list on Amazon. Yeah, on Amazon. Um, and that that can be found just to show it. We're completely agnostic. I've done an article on Clarence Hugh, but also Graham Howlett has done one on KUMB. Either one, if you look for that story, you'll find. We'll, the link we'll put to, the links up on the Facebook group, and then yeah, we will. People yeah. can this week, and people can um, choose where that they they throw their shekels. Basically, yeah. either or or both. You know, anything will work, and. and um, now, we, we have been challenged to do a podcast as part of this, uh, and we haven't agreed as yet, but but I did suggest, and I'm going to ask uh, George about this, I suggested maybe doing the longest podcast we've ever done, like a 12-hour podcast. Are you up for that, George? 
probably not the full 12 hours, but I'll make a guest appearance for sure, given that, you know, it is my podcast. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nigel? 12, 12 hours? hours podcast? I'll, I'll tell you what, yeah. that's, a bit, that's a bit of a stretch, isn't it? Really? I'd, well, <laughs> even for me, 12 hours. You, you, you Sean and Len, could do that easy, couldn't you? Well, we could do with that the help of the listeners, probably we could get near it. A 12-hour podcast. Um, there you go. I th- it's just setting aside the 12 hours, isn't it, to do it, to be fair. You know, I do have a life, believe it or not, outside of this. Especially since you're looking to do it of a weekend and I happen to work on a weekend. Well, um, we could do a little sort of relay, you know, where where we get different guests in at different times, you know. Anyway, let's, let's, let's have a planning meeting outside the podcast. Uh, that's it. Uh, we as um, Neil and uh, Neil Neil Nigel said, let's put um, and we're putting the links up on the uh, the Facebook page, uh, which is great link. Uh, Facebook. Oh, what about any other business? More than just a podcast. Uh, yeah, all right. Any other business, uh, Nigel or Len or George? Anything, George? No, nothing from me. Anything, Len? Well, only our podcast, mate. Oh, go on, you do that because I've got something else to say. Go on. Oh, okay. You've got your own um, podcast now, have you? Me and, uh, me and Nigel are, are throwing a pile of podcasts out there. Well, we're going to throw it out there in the middle of the week called Nigel and Len's Propaganda, where... We have we get a guest in that we've got so much in common with, and have a propaganda at the things that make us different. And it's Russ Budden, first one, and it's all Ooh. spawns from Sean's comment saying, "Don't me and Nigel like Russ?" And I think we can prove that we do. However, what we do also find out is stuff about ourselves. Tune yeah. in. It, to know what I'm talking George, about. basically, it's in-towners uh, having a go at an out-of-towner, basically, if I, if I just want to summarise it. Right. Have you listened to it? No, no he hasn't. He hasn't even heard it because I've deliberately not sent it to him. Okay. Well, so, you don't. I could log you... in to the uh, um, thing and see it there. I haven't played it. We do, it actually. Funny enough, we do dip our toe in the UK social classes. And the yeah. shocking thing to find out was, I'm in the class above you, Sean. Yeah. Sorry, the what? I'm in the class above you. You are? Yeah. Now, I wouldn't say you're shit on my show, although (laughs) that happens to be the case. Excellent. But, you know, it sounds like it's all getting a bit political on this this podcast. No, it's not really. The funny thing about it was we looked this this thing up because we were kind of unsure and we would make up as we go along. And we all had more respect for the people who were in the, the lowest class than we did that were the people that were in their own class. And uh, I couldn't even pronounce the word of their class. <laughs> well, there was so, this new social class. It weren't the new... Yeah. The, uh, no, not the new romantics, right. as I said. It yeah. was the new... Anyway, new we, we, let, let the listeners be exactly, the judge yeah. of whether it's a pile of boo or, or it's, yeah, exactly. it's a podcast goal. And we'll fucking ignore um, them. Yeah. Nigel. What what do you want to say before we go to question time? So, I'd I'd like to thank you both, Friday, for wishing me or George, obviously, for wishing me an happy birthday in, oh, right. in, in the way that he did it. Um, what way? 
Well, obviously, Len put out a very nice picture of me. You obviously went for the less flattering picture of me. Oh, well, I must have got the wrong picture in my library. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, But what then I want to say, obviously, thank you to, uh, you know, a lot of the listeners got in touch and wished me an happy birthday as well. And and the great bit about doing this, it's sort of a bit humbling, really, when people go out of their way to to do that. And there's one person that I want to mention was which is I can't remember his last name funny enough he's Joe and he's never commented on the Facebook page I don't know if he's on the Facebook page but basically he booked a pie mash delivery uh, on on Saturday and I turn up knock on his door with the pie mash I've never met the man before he's never commented on the podcast whatever and then he gives me a gift uh, a history of Ilford Football Club Ah. From the beginnings up until 2020. And, That's very nice. Um, he is a podcast listener, he said, because I did obviously go, you, like, oh, you're obviously a West Ham fan then, because I think he's, I don't know if he said he was a secretary of Ilford Football Club. All right. We him. So if you, if you like your history about old clubs, and there is a bit about West Ham in there, because the, the, the book's really interesting in the beginning because Ilford was set up by well-to-do people who believed in the Corinthian spirit and amateurism. And yeah. they were in the same league as West Ham or as in the Thames Ironworks in 1896, the Southern League. And um, they came out of it. They were in it in the first year of existence. Thames Ironworks joined in the second year. Ilford came rock bottom, lost every game and pulled out of it. And and sort of, they believed that a lot of the clubs were going down the professional route, playing the players, which apparently back then was a northern thing to do. Yeah, so a lot of the like the Blackburns and the Burnleys and all them clubs, mill clubs, were paying their players. And it was frowned upon. And they believed it was unfair. And and th- th- there's, a, there's a part in it where they look at the Thames Ironworks and the fact that Arnold Hills had set up the Thames Ironworks Football Club on the same mantra as what Ilford had done. But Ilford stuck to it, being an amateur club, where the, the Thames Ironworks obviously didn't, went down the professional route. And the two clubs then, local to each other, diverged. So it, it's not so much a case of, look, what could have happened, but if West Ham hadn't, well, if the people running Thames Ironworks hadn't embraced professionalism against Arnold Dill's wishes, we should add, because Arnold Dill's his vision of the club, we could have ended up like Ilford Football Club, basically. And Ilford Football Club were one of the most successful amateur teams in the 1920s and 30s. That's the part I've got up to. So, Joe, if you're listening, thank you very much. Really interesting book. It's called Resurgum. Check out Ilford Football Club. I'm sure you can get it. But it's a great book if you like your football history. And everybody else, thank you very much. Anything else to add? Um, No. It's Facebook, Twitter, question time. While you, the nine listeners, we've got one extra, um, get to ask Nigel questions, which we sometimes answer. 
And sometimes we go off completely a tangent Often. and get completely lost. Nigel. And talk for 12 hours. Job done. Two hours, 46, actually. Uh, so, at six o'clock today, just to be an arsehole. 6.30, we should have agreed. Uh, no one agreed. You just said it. Uh-huh. So, at six o'clock today, as I said, just to be an arsehole, I'll put, late question, as Sean wants an early finish, apparently it's his missus' birthday tomorrow and he needs to sort a present. Uh, what's your best last-minute present you've bought or received, just in case he needs help? I put, as usual, anything else goes as well. But you'll be relieved to hear, George, only 27 people so far have commented. And while you'll be relieved, over 40 gate crashed last week. Um, so, it's uh, old Dylan from the Magic Roundabout up first, the old Maid Myrian. He... Uh, my my um my my uh, cathedral city friend I'll add we've had a good discussion this week on uh, I'll caveat that so I think last week I made a comment about that to be a city you needed to have a cathedral now that was true up until about sixteen hundred and then they started handing out cities cities charters willy nilly. Uh, which uh, Miriam was kind enough to to then point back to me, and then I threw back to him. Where actually, if you look, some of the cities he claimed didn't have cathedrals, did, but they were Catholic cathedrals, to which he claimed they didn't count. Uh, to which I said they do. Shut up. Uh, but anyway, Dylan here, he says I'm well organised and so never need a late present. Naturally, unlike Sean, obviously. He said, uh, I would like to thank Nigel for messaging me to clarify I'm spending a full year of my life at West Ham. I'm still classed as an out-of-towner. But can he also clarify that spending over half my life living in England, does that mean I'm now English or still, as I hope, Welsh? You're still a taff, mate. Don't worry. You you can be whatever you want, but believe me, you wouldn't want to be English if you're born in Welsh, are you? Because at the end of the day, the reason why you're Welsh is because the Romans turned up and kicked you lot out of England. And that's why you've been bitter ever since. Uh, information for Len. Yeah. You may know this. Cathedral City is a brand of cheese, not a type. It's actually a cheddar. It's full of good information. No fucking shit. Of course I know that. And before you say it, I know you don't give a stuff. It's just a cracking good eat. (laughs) If a Welshman doesn't prefer that Welsh cheddar, they said in Mars. Let's try and get through a podcast without Uh, going into the old cheese thing. All right. Well, too late. Question for Sean. It says, how long do you think a person has to live in Furrock to be classified as an out-of-towner? And do you think that a true local would have pie mash as a birthday meal or a Chinese? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, but you know, you don't, you don't, you, this, the last thing a cook wants to go home and cook for yourself. Yeah. You've been looking at pie mash all weekend. Well, I'd normally yeah. I'd be pie mash yeah. on a Saturday, of course, unless yeah. you sell it all. And then there's on, no On the subject of whether Nigel is now an out of time, I don't really want to get involved, so I'll say. On the advice of counsel, I invoke my Fifth Amendment privilege against self-incrimination and respectfully decline to answer your question. Because I don't want to get into the whole... I really don't want to get into the whole out-of-towner argument today. It's not an argument, Sean. It's a state of mind. state of mind. All right, move on. Let's just not go there. (laughs) 
Oh, <laughs> uh, the reason I have Chinese anyway is because it's something I've done for the past 30 years. I go down Chan's and have a Chinese. So I am a traditionalist. Next up is your mate, Sean, Gary Prince. Oh, I guess. It says, happy birthday to the current other half of Mr. Whetstone. It said, perhaps he can buy <laughs> a Lady Brady face mask as a late present. Ooh. Question. With the announcement of crowds being let back in, do you think that the board will be really kind to do a random ballot of all season ticket holders and open the car parks to let them drive in and park for free to keep them safe? Or will they choose the top corporate season ticket holders and get the most money? Also, what happens if after tickets are sold, London changes tiers or you're travelling from a higher tier? Not been This is what it's I fair, mean, really. It's a fair point, but I don't know. I mean, in, in some ways, and I don't want to open the old in-towner question, maybe they should choose it uh, from your distance from the ground. So the 2,000 people closest to the ground get the tickets. How's that for an idea? 2,000 people out of the percentage that put in. Yeah. Blimey. I might just scrape in, you know. I doubt it. We we agreed last, you're 26 minutes away I'm from the A13 from the ground. Only 13 miles. 26 minutes. It's not that far. Right. Let's not get into an argument well, of how close you are. You're in Essex, right? You get used to it. You can't do this because the thing is, if someone was travelled by the car and didn't pass anyone, they're safer than someone coming from half a mile away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is why George, George, how would you pick the people to go? Uh, I don't know. A level results or yeah, what? probably. Um, Which well, university? Well, coronavirus test. That would be a uh, <laughs> yeah. Be a one, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. It's a good idea. A level results. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. My cat's me out. <laughs> Go on then. And, and you, Sean. Yeah, me. I know that. That was a joke. That was a joke. Oh, right. Yeah, we all laughed. Yeah, let's go on. Uh, I mean, this for the car parks. They'll just what they'll do is they'll just do what they're doing now and just let you park on the um, on the uh, stones, the champion stones. Yeah. Um, I mean, blimey, they let everybody piss and and throw their drinks and stub their fags out and keep dustbins on them. Why not just put cars on top of them? Uh, Ian Gravitz says Minneapolis returns to Mrs. Sean. She's not Mrs. Sean yet. I think she's holding out. Not to, actually. Yeah, she's entitled to half anyway, so there's no rush. Yeah. Uh, hope you're all well. Um, a coat, he says, would, I think, for a present, Sean. Have you thought about a coat for her? A coat? Yeah. Sorry, did I not say that? A West Ham <laughs> coat? <laughs> he, just, he said a coat. Oh, sorry, a coat for you. Well, game's um, over. Yeah, what game was that? That was Burnley Palace. Burnley won one nil. Oh, oh yeah, they did. You yeah. knew Palace weren't taking go. it serious. They put Ben Tecky on for the last five minutes. That's well, an early kickoff. I had, kick I off, had Zaha yeah, in my um, in my fancy league, Mitchell. Yeah, um, he's got COVID. Apparently, he failed a test. Yeah, so I hear he's in. I just thought it was like. Later on tonight, but there you go. Is there anything else? Another one. There's a Wolf Southampton. Oh, am I not? That might be a good game. Yeah, we, might that. we might make we might that. We might make that. Uh, go on, yeah, let me carry on. Yeah. Uh, uh, coat, uh, West Ham coat. Yeah, good idea. I'll get one of them. Yeah, so uh, Ian walked around Asda for about an hour and he couldn't find anything else. Then just as he was about to go and give up. Oh, so I think he's talking about the coat. There it was, hanging off a peg with nothing else around it. Right size, fit everything. Almost as if the late mother-in-law found it out. Uh, also, oh dear, oh dear. We've just had a reply in from your wife. She's actually commented on the podcast. Who? Your wife. All right, we'll get to that. <laughs> I've not seen it yet. All right. Yeah, you should have asked about last minute presents, me, me thinks. All right, anyway, he's put um, also a makeup mirror with a light from Kempson Market. There's one for you, Sean. It's probably not open at the moment. But. Um, he said, great result yesterday, but Villa won't be easy. He's put hashtag Sullivan and Brady out. There you go. Brady out. So, so, so what have we got? Yeah. So, Not that I'm against Sullivan being a, out. A cool, Brady but... mask or a coat so far. And uh, obviously, Marion said cheese. Uh, I'm not sure you can get that. Uh, Marvin Sabudu. He said he's delighted with the last two victories and the fact that Haller scored the winner. Can we now get off his back and give him a chance? Well, some are on his back, some aren't. You know, you can't please everyone, Marv. Come on. Uh, what do you lot think about it? 
for some games where he considered the favourites, playing four nails instead of Suchek next to Rice. And to give Ben Rama a go, we'd not mentioned him, have we? Blimey, forgot he was here. To give us a bit more going forward, he says he enjoys the show as well. I don't think you can drop Suchek, can you? I, I, I think we said this last week, and I know George wasn't here, so we talk, we sort of said Ben Rama's got to be an impact sub, um, is what we three agreed last. What do you say, George? I think start him instead of four nails. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, fair enough. Four, four nails, you know, for me, he, he has too many games like he had against Sheffield United where he just tries too much. I know he runs around a lot and he works hard, and that's why David Moyes loves him. But yeah, I think you know, especially. I mean, you can't, you don't change a winning team. I get it. So maybe when when that time is right, then Ben Rama replaces him, um, and see if he can hold down a place for mm. in, in the short term. Fair enough. Impact. Good point. Nice story, bro. Cool story. You can't even get that right. Cool story. Yeah, cool story, bro. <laughs> well, that was a nice story. Uh, next up, Belinda Kaikitis. <laughs> so, uh, evening peeps. She says, well, Sean, you should have had it planned weeks ago. I'm yeah. sure there were subtle hints dropped by your better half. Mm. Well, Do you know what? There's get... been a lockdown. The shops have been shut. No clue, dear. Uh, she's not even put a typical woman. You know, She's had a go and not come up with any uh, solutions. She's put... Uh, uh, as for the game, well, it was a bit of a snooze fest. Uh, but a win is a win. She's glad Alice scored and thinks Moyes deserves the credit he's due. Um, that is a game we would have lost under normal services. Uh, happy birthday for last week, Nigel. Thank you very much, Bill. Three uh, kisses. P.S. You ready? Yeah. Big question. What's your view on baked cheese? Oh, baked cheese. love it. Oh, I love it. Baked baked camembert, a uh, camembert with um, some. Did you, do, um, did you do cheese jokes last week? I've got some. No, cheese yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. no. baked camembert with what? What, um, what cheese do you use to get a bear down from a tree? Come on, bear! Camembert. Come on. Yeah, you should have said one that wasn't the cheese that we were just talking about. Come on, uh, bear! There's two. Welsh cheese cross the road. I don't think he'd finish. I don't think George has finished his joke. I've got. I've got another one. I've got another one. Go on, Nigel. Oh, go on, go on, go on. Do yours. Go on. Do yours. How did the Welsh cheese cross the road? It was stuck to the chicken. Carefully. Uh, uh, what cheese do you use to hide a horse? Mascarpone. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> fucking stupid. I'm, I'm, are, you, are you a cheese lover, George? Oh, I do like my cheese, yeah. Which, which is your favourite cheese? What's my favourite cheese? Baked um, or not? I do like a baked camembert. My favourite cheese probably is a nice runny brie. Oh, yes. Oh, now you're talking. Yes. Um, a bit of crusty I do, bread. I do, I do like a smoked cheese, and um, I like the... Uh, What's, uh, what's the one that I like? Um, Port Port Salut. That was a nice That's one, nice. a bit brieish. That's the one in the orange sort of. Yeah. 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 And I like the applewood, applewood smoked cheese, cheddars, that kind of stuff. Oh, so nice. Good stuff as well. Yeah. But before we Ca- go Cambazola, too far, Cambazola, <laughs> I like a Cambazola. <clears throat> the answer is yes to yes. Um, yeah. baked cheese. Yeah. I think we're all agreed. Yeah. Especially on toast. 
<sighs> Nicola Savi, evening chintz. What, what do you call cheese that's not yours? Nacho cheese. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God all right, carry on. I like that one. Uh, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> right. Nacho cheese. Evening, gents, says Nicola Savi. Best present would be a diary where I could write down important events or I'll remember them. You, you could do that, Sean. Go and get her a diary. Yeah, but did you know that the shops have been shut? Well, Amazon, mate. That's why That's why Georgie Bezos, or whatever his name is, is worth billions. George, George Bezos. What's his name? Jeff. Jeff. Well, George <laughs> Jeff. It's all the same. Yeah, Jeff. Anyway, it begins with a G, unless it's a J, of course, then it's not. But anyway, another fine weekend for VAR. He's put not VAR out. Oh, was there VAR controversy? I missed. Not in our game. Thankfully, he's put decent performance. No, wasn't it in? Um, was it? Was it in the um, Brighton game or something? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was. Oh. Chelsea. No, I don't know. Decent performance. Great result. Should have won by more than a single goal. Better than he expected after the international break with a number of players away, and it was nice to see the blades at the bottom of the table. He does feel Moyes needs to put his thinking cap on as we're trying to play exactly the same way as we do when Antonio is in the team and it simply isn't effective with Haller. Or just sell Haller and buy a king in January. Ooh, now there's a story that we started that could be true. Uh, yes, I know he scored, but I don't see him working the way the side is set up. Anyway, enough about Josh King and stories. Uh, question time, Nigel. Is Moyes getting enough credit from what he's done? Uh, from the right yeah. section of the support, he is, yes. There's, there's always going to be those that don't. I'm seeing a lot more of, I didn't want him at first, but he's doing a good job. So there's a lot more coming around to it. Uh, Nicholas. Sean. Hi. Here's a story we haven't covered. Is the Baroness selling her Belgravia home? She's short of cash. Is she selling up. it? I, didn't I send you the link? Yeah, you, uh, well, someone sent me a link. Yeah, it could I'll have be, been you. Yeah. You not wrote yeah. a story oh. about it, Sean? Of course I wrote a story oh, about yeah, it. Or, or is she planning to finally make us all happy and find another job? Ooh. No, I think... I think um, uh, I think it was like uh, Brady set to up sticks and leave or something like that. Oh, the headline did, was. Did that you was go full Monty on the... Um... I did, yeah. Oh, Sean. Very class oh, is that. Yeah. Sums him up, really. Uh, it, I, we couldn't find a class to put him in on Saturday, could we, really? Um, uh, Len? Yes, mate? What would you get Moyes as a Christmas present? Fuck all, he won't get me anything. <laughs> Give <laughs> a bottle of whiskey, yeah. maybe. Full of the Christmas cheer, then. Oh, actually, it wasn't. It was Brady selling up. Was the uh, oh, was wow. the uh, headline? Ten point five million, if you want it. By the way, she bought it for six point five. Her Belgravia townhouse is available for ten point five million. Grade two listed property. She's going to make four million quid on it. She bought it for six point four. Tough at the in two thousand and eighteen. It's tough. Yeah. Paul Noland, the chauffeur here, beep, beep, he says, uh, 
regarding Mrs. Whetstone, uh, get him to take her up the shard. Always a surprising last-minute gift. But he has put in Brick, not a dick. Uh, I have taken coming. her up the shard in you previous took her up the shard. Years. In fact, we stayed in the shard, actually. Oh, we stayed in for one birthday two years ago. Um, we, we actually stayed in a room in the shard. Have you been to that Chinese restaurant in the shard where the yeah, toilet? Yeah, been there. In there, yeah. the toilet. Which, Japanese well, toilet. Yeah, it's really cool, it's, isn't it? Warm, no, warm it's not really cool tuss. because there's a glass all on one side, and right opposite in the the, the tower opposite, they could see you taking a dump do, if you wanted. Do you want to know what yes, that tower opposite is? Uh, so you know what it is. You've seen it. The tower opposite is Guy's Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> is it yeah because yeah, it's a long way away i mean and you you in your life see... of someone taking the gypsies or something it is funny. i did i've been in that i've been in that um restaurant and i have been in that toilet so yeah it's... i'm sorry you feel that way <laughs> well <laughs> i took my missions up the shard and it was a bit like well it's just a bit higher because I worked in Guy's Tower, so I'd been in on the top of the Guy's Tower uh, quite often, and it was just the same view from higher up. Um, but then I've also got the view on my walls, wallpaper from the Shard. So nice view. I did enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> I like good views, especially London. Although you do notice there's so much work going on, don't you? A lot of cranes. Oh, yeah. That, that gives it all away, isn't it? The old cranes. Yeah. All building, and they're not building office blocks. They're all building flats now. Just what we need. More flats in London. All lovely. All for the Chinese to buy. Anyway, enough about that. Uh, back to the old oh, Mr. No Land. Uh, back, to the, back to the Amers. Two wins on the bounce. Uh, in the top eight, he says, building nicely. Nice little link to that there. He said, I see the planning on letting 4,000 fans into the stadium, so guess the wheels will come off when we can get back in. Not that we'll probably get back in. Uh, not that they won't let you in, Mr. Noland. You live too far away. Uh, questions for you, as it's been Nigel's birthday and Mrs. Whetstone's birthday. She's not Mrs. Whetstone's sore subject. No ring. No, you're not engaged yet, Sean, are you? No, I'm, I'm still waiting for my degree absolute to come through on the last one. Oh, crikey. Oh. You don't want to get divorced, like Sean. Should 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 get it before Christmas, though. All oh, right. Is, is, could you not be engaged and still like you know? I, I didn't know there was rules on that. Uh, well, you know, oh. should should finish one before starting another one. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> that's bitch coming from you. I'll remind you of that off air. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we won't go down that road. Uh, question for you, blah, 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 because I lost my train of thought. Oh, on my birthday, he's actually put it the 23rd of March, 1968. He's put same as Damon Alban. Oh. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. There's no other way. We lost to Chelsea 1-0. There you go. Cheese questions. Oh. Cottage cheese and cream cheese, as well as cheesecake. What do you think? Well, this is what's your thoughts on cottage cheese and cream cheese and cheesecake? I like a cheesecake. I had two on. I love Saturday. cheesecake. I've now I've bought some cheesecake mm. for the missus actually for tomorrow. Have you got the candles? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put candles in the cheesecake. All right, there you go. That's all right then. Uh, 
I'm not a big lover of cottage cheese, I must admit. No, a bit me too neither. healthy. Um, cream cheese, cheese, absolutely, but only with uh, smoked salmon. Oh, oh handsome. You can't have smoked salmon. Cottage, what's cream cheese, that's Philadelphia, isn't it? Well, if you're that you way inclined, you, you can have a little bit better cream cheese in Philadelphia. Bible, to be fair, a bit of cream no. cheese. Where do you sit with cottage uh, cheese, uh, George? I don't mind cottage cheese. I'm not a massive fan. I do like cream cheese. Yeah. Like a yeah. bit of cottage in cheese then? Hey. Or get into the cream? That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a married man now and there's none of that. Oh, so. sorry. Yes. Uh, soon to be a father. Absolutely. Yeah. Then very you'll soon. be happy. Old Dutch is up next, Tim Holland. He says, evening, use lot. He says, best last-minute present I bought was a bobble-off. Uh, what? A bobble-off. It's, it's not a Jewish term of endearment. It gets bobbles off jumpers. Uh, for the missus. Her face was a picture when I gave it to her. Good result on Sunday, and I hope Sheffield United... I hope you're writing all these down, Sean. Uh, yeah, I am, oh, yeah. With gifts. Shireen's going to be inundated with tat. Um, yeah, I know. Oh dear, oh dear. I was expecting some better replies, to be fair, but still, never mind. You get what you're given. That's what I say. Uh, do you think Fredericks will get back into the team, or is he on this to be sold this January? What do you reckon, Sean? Who who gets sold? Fredericks. Fredericks. Um, I think if I've said this before, if if the the right price for Fredericks comes in, he gets sold. Yeah, in January. What do you think that price is, Sean? I think that price is. I'm going to value him at uh, eight million. All right. Then again, you valued Ollie Watkins at nine, and he went for twenty eight. So still, yeah, but yeah, look, we, we, Fredericks we ain't going to go. What does, for... uh, what does <laughs> Fredericks? What's Fredericks' value on transfer market? Charles? I was just about to say that's a good question, George. <laughs> the reason, the reason I was really clear in this article where I valued Ollie Watkins for nine million is that was the valuation, right? Mm-hmm. That he was valued on by transfer market. In the piece I was writing, I wasn't just valuing Ollie Watkins. I was valuing Ben Rama. I was valuing a lot of people. And in total, I said, all valuations per transfer market. So don't give me grief about it. Oh, Sean, we're just going to continue to give you grief about it, to be fair, because it's just quite fun. By the way, Frederick's value on transfer market is three point six million. Oh, yeah, that sounds more. Well, like I was going to say I'd bite a hand off there for his eight million. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, thanks for that, Tim. Uh, Robert Parrish, uh, a gentleman of, uh, went to MacArthur Girls High School. Did you, Rob? That's good to know. Um, still making his mind up by the sounds of it. Then, uh, what parish he's in? Uh, evening, gents. He says, for a cheese podcast, you don't have to talk about football a lot. <laughs> oh, sorry about that, yeah. Anyway, he said, I grew up in the 70s when the height of sophistication was a Cuba cheddar mounted to a cocktail stick with a chunk of tin pot. Yeah, I remember them. <laughs> the old. Uh, how would Derry Lee, eh? Yeah. How would you... Uh, no, not Derry no, Cheddar. Lee. Cube of cheese. Where are you going to get a cube of Derry Lee from? Imagine putting that on a stick. Stupid boy. 
How would you say this compares with the fancy damn foreign cheeses of today, Sean? What is it? A cube of what? I, I, I don't understand. Come on, you must have been. Oh, you mean me. you mean like in the eighties, you would have a silver yeah, hedgehog, yeah, like with with pineapple and that's a, it. A, a little bit of cheddar on a stick yeah. in, a, in an 80s sort of cocktail party. I, think I used that, to that, love that. That spilled into the 90s as well, because I remember that. Well, do you know that? I still, I still when I when I used to go to parties before, um, family parties, obviously, not anything else, but I used to ask people, and my um, sister-in-law did do a one of those uh, silver hedgehogs for, for her party, and I loved it. I loved Going back a little bit retro, you can't beat a cheese hedgehog with with pineapple. You can. Well, you can you just don't like right. pineapple? You not like you know you. That's not. You I'm not a fan of cheese and cheese pineapple. Don't. I mean, I don't mind a pineapple pizza actually. Saying that, but that's a whole different story, isn't it? Yeah, let's not, not go to pizzas. If we start on pizzas, you can't, yeah, you can't. Move it on pineapple on a pizza. All with cheap pineapple. <laughs> well, the, that's the age old argument, isn't it? You can't have fruit on a pizza, but tomato is a fruit and it's on every pizza. Yeah. There you True go. Cool story, bro. Cool, cool story, Sean. <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> Oh, dear. Thanks for that, Rob. Uh, Sean Dugan. The Doog. Great player in the 70s, he was. Hello, chaps. Wolverine the Wanderers, people. Are you worried? Uh, <coughs> best last-minute present he received was from a mate years ago, which was a box set of Woody Allen DVDs bought from a local charity shop. He says he loves a bit of Woody Allen, eight films, and he paid six quid. He said and it included his favourite, Man Out and Murder Mystery. Now, Woody Allen for me, one film, 13 years of age, watched it. I found this film on, on video, thought, this is going to be good when you're 13. Biggest disappointment ever. Everything you wanted to know about sex. That's too frightening to ask. Awful film. Dear, oh dear, I don't know Awful. what was going on there. Put me off. I don't think Woody like, Allen knows what's going on. Yeah. Nah, not for me. Not for me. Who's the little Jewish geezer who did Blazing Saddles? Now, that geezer was funny. Billy Crystal? No. Um, he did To Be or Not To Be as well. Oh, uh, no, you mean um, he did. the guy right, the producers? Yeah, and he did the, the funniest film ever, Young Frankenstein. Oh, he produced it. Um, um, it'll come to me. Little Jewish geezer. Mel Brooks. Mel, Mel Brooks. Brooks, that's him. That, that. Is he small? Oh, he was a little short geezer. Even Sean had looked look, look up on him or looked down. Ah, there you go. He was, yeah. Um, anyway, he said, Sean, going back to the Duke, he said he was particularly pleased with running the clock down tactics near the corner flag in the last couple of minutes, having flashbacks here to Antonio not doing that against Palace away. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was right next to Antonio as he crossed the ball to no one. Um, didn't we we drew that game didn't we no, I don't yeah we did it, it was two, um, I think a 2-0 two 2-2 two, two. yeah my question to you lot is after Alice scream on Sunday can you remember any West Ham player so utterly uninterested in celebrating a goal I personally can't it's a PS he loved last week's Port and Cigars marathon oh, only Port yeah there you go 
we've covered this one with Alaire. No, no, hold up. He's asked, can you remember any other West Ham player? Celebrate like that. Um, I'm sure without Straight faced, you're saying, like. Not of them do, but I just can't think of any. Do you know who used to celebrate like that a bit? Jimmy Greaves, I think. They used to walk back. Bobby Moore scored a goal and he just walked back, you know, and they shook. Yeah, I've seen Bobby Moore do it, but. You know, only when it didn't mean a lot. I've seen him celebrate as well, so. So, so basically, uh, Doug, no, we can't think of someone. No, we can't think of anyone. Um, You tell us. Yeah, we'll we'll have a look. Uh, Stelios Kujastels. Cleo Lane. Kiriakou. He's got a comment to Sean. Oh, Go on. never wait till oh, the last dear. minute. Schoolboy era. I'm I'm in a trouble, obviously. You you are. You're like you just don't listen to this. Uh, best last minute present. He said he wouldn't call it a present, but why say it then still? The question was best last minute present. If only last minute present, well, what is it? Because he goes, oh, I managed to get a mate a ticket for the last game at the bowling half hour before kickoff. True story, bro. He puts. Uh, cool story. Yeah. Question, with announcement today that fans will be allowed back into stadiums for next week, oblique limited numbers, how many of you are hoping to get to the Villa Man United game back at the stadium? Well, I think we've worked out that Sean will be at both of them. Um, and then I've just got to take hot <laughs> luck and the rest obviously don't even get there. So at least you'll have Sean to talk to still if you get lucky. <sighs> Next, he ain't gonna like get lucky. No, let me tell you now. Next up, well, he lives. He, he lives. Well, he probably lives nearer than you, Sean. To be fair, but he ain't got your connections. Uh, it's old Flow Rider Hammer, your mate, Sean. Oh uh, yeah. Hey, hey, Florida. There you go. Okay, first things first, Sean. Why did you leave it so late? God. <laughs> Dear, dear, dear. There's been a lockdown. Uh, Did you read it? It's been in the papers. No, it's not in Florida, it hasn't. Because Americans, don't get me started, have carried on like nothing's ever happened. And like, like, it doesn't matter that 250,000 Americans have died of COVID or that they nearly had 200,000 infections a day. But oh no, let's carry on. We won't lock down. Biden, we won't lock down. Trump. Uh, I've got the coronavirus in my blood, you know. Oh, anyway, no, don't don't get me started on on America and COVID. We locked down, by the way, Florida. That's why. Sorry, carry on. All right. Was I ranting? He was ranting. <laughs> yeah, he was a bit getting all political. Yeah, we're not like that, yeah. are we? Nice. No, mate. No. Uh, never forget that flowers and jewelry always works well with the ladies. Um, Can you get them in Tesco's? You can, yeah. Get flares. Yeah. Uh, Secondly, to the entire gang, so I think that's you as well, George, if you're listening. It's dinner will be soon. Oh, Oh, Uh, man. Sorry, I was on mute. If you play fantasy football, I don't, then do you believe that on a West Ham board or site that you should refrain from acquiring a Spuds or Millwall player? Out of principle alone, I never select Kane or Son, no matter how much they would help my team. Don't no. play it. No, I, uh, I put, well, I, I put I, allegiances aside and just try and win. 
Yeah, exactly. I've got Son and Kane in my team because yeah. they're the best, right? So, no, I agree with George. I'd, when Telegraph launched it, I used to actually, it was easy, it was possible to do it back then. So I used to pick a team called Exham and it was made up of ex-West Ham players in the Premier League. Uh, naturally. Yeah, I bet that won. I bet that did really well. It can't have done too bad if it was the Rio Fernand, Frank Lampard, Joe Cole, Jermaine Defoe. Yeah, they used to get them, but then I had David James in goal. Yeah, there you go. Um, yes, or Shaka. Uh, yeah, Shaka, he's at Portsmouth, I think. Uh, he says, finally, well, which I don't think is finally, to be fair, flow, is it? But finally, Nigel, after listening to last week's podcast and rolling in laughter, I have to say categorically that I do not dislike you. I recognise, mm. until he's American or he's been in America too long, because he ain't American, he's from Barking, he's put recognised with a Z. Dear, oh dear. That you have a passion. <laughs> I recognise that you have a passion for winding people up. And that is your prerogative. You're right, mate. I do have a passion for it. It does. However, there is never any hard feelings, resentment, or anger at you. He's put, I like Sean because over the years he's proven to me he's a proper supporter. <laughs> Who likes Sean? Who is this? I'm sorry. I like Sean because over the years he's proven to me he's a proper supporter. Well, he ain't proved it to the rest ain't of the fans. But anyway. I also, I like how he tries to balance out the discussion with you in particular. He means that I always go to the opposite of what you say. Yeah. And, and basically, and Cunningham Len always comes across as the most genuine of the group. Look, there is he is. He's oh, still nice flying. Yeah. He says, look Thank forward you, to listening again this week. Brady out. Sounds like you are. Brady out. Brady out. <sighs> Dear, oh dear, that was torturous. How are we doing? How are we doing? Yeah, we're getting there. Look, right. I called in Sean, the mark. We've got nine minutes. Yeah. Nine minutes? Half eight, he said. Oh, I thought he said eight. No, half 90 eight. minutes. 90 minutes. You've got 15 minutes. Half eight, you said. Half yeah, eight. I know, That's but why I, I walked down my apple crumble and custard to get out of oh, here. Yeah, just get on. Just get on. Yet. Just move on. Steve Vines, evening gents. Says Steve. In response to your question last week, yes, I do wear shorts all year round. Oh, it's good to know, Steve. Uh, no sense, no feeling. Well, he is a postman, I think. Most, oh, yeah. Many people always think it's a competition with me. It's easier than getting soaking wet ankles walking across gardens in the winter. He goes, yeah, I know we shouldn't. It never bothers me, mate. If you're ever dealing with my ass, you walk across it. It don't bother me. Shortcut. Uh, we'll always wear shorts even when it snows the initial shock of the cold is a bit of a bugger but then you're walking around for three to four hours you soon warm up he says if you fancy a giggle then you'll have to have a bit of a trek as I'm out of towner as you and Lynn refer to he says I'm a Surrey boy like Sean but I'm in Camberley Camberley, that's, that's border country isn't it with Hampshire yeah, yeah. Camberley's all right. The company I used to work for, based in Camberley, we used to have to drive for three hours round the M25 to get there. Godforsaken place. He put great win at the weekend. Another tough place to go and get a result. It's the sort of game we'd have lost convincingly last season. Moyes was never my first choice, but he always, but he was always what we needed, and that was stability. Makes you wonder what might have 
achieved if we'd have kept him first time around and he would love for him to see his day out as wrong. He says, thanks for last week. It finished just as I finished my delivery. So another three-hour pod is needed. It ain't happening this oh, week, mate. No, but we've got extra now. content this oh, week. We have, yes. Don't forget extra content this week. So we only have to make it two hours and then he's happy. Well, So, Steve, if you ever deliver to a company called Sinos in Camberley, they've got big offices on, on an industrial state on the right-hand side of Camberley as you come off the M3, uh, knock on the door and say, Nigel says hello. And if they go, Nigel, or they go, well, he used to work with a West Ham fan, then they'll all go, oh, him. We were glad when he went. <sighs> Is he Welsh? No. Oh, boy, oh. Well, they all talk funny down there, don't they, Camberley? Uh, Adam Levitt, top man, Adam. Well done, son. He works in the care room. So I think we'll all say, well done for keep going, son, and keep and keep keeping the uh, spirits eye up in the care room. Yeah, well done, Adam. Yeah, I'm, I miss the Thursday clapping and pan rattling. It's, it's, uh, it's a shame. Why does Sean keep dissing Upton Park all the time? It's not on. That's what he says. Dissing up what? Upton Park. Sid, need to ask this from last week. Why does Sean... I didn't... Dissing? I don't diss you it. You do, Sean. You look down on it. You know, you I don't diss it. Yeah. I'm just saying you it. At the end of it, it was a bit of a shithole. I'm not yeah, dissing it. You've dissed I love it, isn't it? You've dissed it's it. It's my... Look, it, it, I've got fond affection for that shithole, but it was a shithole. Right. I'm... Right. Dodsey, thanks for that, Adam. I will thank you anyway. George, George, let me bring George in a little bit of voice of reason, right? George, obviously it was our home. It was a magic under the lights. But Upton Park, bowling ground, Mm. facilities, building. It was beautiful. (laughs) It's saying that. No, I miss it. I miss it every day. Yeah, look. We know we miss Think it. About the let's little just half-time be beers underneath in the little tight cockpit. What's there to and... talk about then, Sean? What do you want? You can't. It's not like a wife. You can't keep changing all the Progress. time. Progress. <laughs> Progress. Yes, you can. Absolutely, you fall in love and you stay with the one thing and be happy together. Oh, not, not everyone's wow. like you. Keep moving on. That's, that's monogamy. Gets expensive. Monogamy. Moving on. That's a type of wood, isn't it? Hey. Anyway, Richard Dodds. All right, my handsome. How you's doing? He says, a win is a win, and this season is about dull winning football. All day long, we need two seasons of stability. He did laugh, however, when Alice scored. He said he looked at the bench as if to stay there. That's why you should play me. You've done nothing for 54 minutes. Do you feel we are two strikers away from a really good team? No, I don't. Uh, a two-hour, four-minute, forty-five-minute, sorry, podcast last week, Nigel, and you nearly missed my question. Well, I got in early today. He then put a great save, all the same. Thanks to Sean and for the other eight, you nearly missed. Uh, it was me that saved it, mate. I'll have you know, it Sean was already off there and then. That was my save. <sighs> No, it but I'm when it comes to it. he put, can I recommend cars, like Tony cars, not the cars you drive, uh, cheese melt crackers. He, he put a right touch, which I think only works right. with his funny accent. 
We look that up. He's put as he lives three miles away from White Farm. White Farm cheese is a delight, especially with a nice bottle of Chateau Neuf du Pape. Um, well, is that a real wine? I mean, Chateau Neuf. Chateau Neuf du Pape. Yeah, it's a Chateau nice Neuf drop. Du Pape, Rodney. Yeah, oh. I'm not sure he goes with a bit of White Farms. I think you can aim a bit higher on the cheese steaks. All oh, right. He said, with that in mind, what's your favourite wine? He put Arkham and some top New Zealand wines. What are you fucking talking about? It's just a shout after Pat. There's no point going on his New World bollocks. New Zealand wine. Uh, that's not, that's uh, hard. You lived there for three years. They don't wine. It's just a funny accent they've got. Me. <sighs> I don't like it when people. If you like shout after Pat, buy yourself shout after Pat and just don't drink it as much. I'm, I'm, I don't like red wine. It got me asthma. I'm a, I'm, I'm a shabbly man. I bit like a bit of shabbly. Yeah, I don't mind a bit of shabbly. A bit like of Grand Cru. didn't he? Premier crew. Yeah, Premier crew, obviously. You know, who who would, you know, you wouldn't want, you know, later pressings, <laughs> would you? Well, I don't know what your class do, to be honest. <laughs> what was that supposed John? to mean? Uh, well, I didn't know, you know. I just don't know. He's in the I new romantic class, mate. They- <laughs> Some of us are elite, Sean, apparently. Yeah. Uh, they what? what? Uh, Some of us are elite. Yeah. You have to listen to the podcast. To podcast. We'll talk about it. Uh, right. Paul Emma Goodell, <laughs> unlucky Sean Bean. Talk about, he's dragging that out. Brady out. What does Sean Bean mean? I don't know. Oh, he's a Sheffield United. Come on, Sean. Oh, right. Do you remember, do you remember it all when it all happened? Like one of the biggest things. <laughs> oh, that yeah, I remember. Club, oh, Parliament. Yeah. Did you see Masaraku? Not Masaraku. What's his name? Well, the other guy. No, you done with the time now. Magna. Magna, not Magna. I think you think in Masarano, um, who's retired. Masarano. That's it. Masaraku. Masaraku. Yeah. Oh, All right. God. Move on. Move on. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> we've got some short ones now. Uh, Chris Super. How so, tall is he then? Oh, it don't say, actually. I thought you said he was short. Well, he's a short ones. Well, he might be. Well, he's, he might ask me, Chris. How, how tall are you? Yeah, you'll have to let us know, Chris. Are you <laughs> short? You know, how are you in, in the height of stakes? Are, are we dwarfing it like Sean and we can round up a few more and get you some work at Christmas now lockdown's coming um, over? He says, do you think we've seen the last of Mark Noble? No, he'll make the odd sub appearance like he did last week. Yeah, that was worth it one minute, wasn't it? Well, he uh, he had a massive impact on the game. I think he called Soufau over to hold the ball in the corner. Oh, right. oh he done well then. Yeah, well done. Did he get the armband when he come on? Well, I don't know. It's a good question. Mm, didn't see that. That is, that is a good question. I don't oh, know the answer. Blood, I could even I write 150 words for yeah. Clarence Hugh on that. You could. What, Brilliant question. No, and you'd still get something wrong. Dave Trevitt, he's out and about. He says, give Sean the, give Sean the boot time for another good show, Stelios, the greatest one of all. And he think he think you should get uh, your other half a break. Stelios, stop writing different um, things. Why, why, why can't he just stop making fake accounts to put comments? In? Dave Trevitt is not a fake account. Stelios, I just had that. I oh, know Dave, good man, top man, top man, Dave. Uh, 
<laughs> I can't read that out because uh, that's very rude uh, what Brady can do. Uh, it's Paul Turner. He says, one of the Tanners here. He said, don't start, Paul. Dear, oh dear. You know the trouble that all goes. Uh, did Len have a look at the cartoon work on The Liberator? Second World War series on Netflix. I did. It was a little bit smoke and mirrors, actually. It was very easy animation. It didn't impress me too much. In fact, it's so easy. I'll, I'll actually make a little demo for Paul and show him how easy it is. There you go. A uh, bit of a filter job on the green screen. Nothing thank you, Mr. I'm about. Thanks for the recommendation, though. I might still watch the watch it. I'll have a look. Thanks for the birthday records you played for me, Paul. Um, Michael Levy Jr. The soul singing soup. Well, hang on, hang on. Talk, talking about um, DJ plays, uh, we forgot to give. Uh, George, are you still doing your uh, DJ mixes in lockdown? DJ mixes. Still... Uh, on, give give on a shout off, out. On and off, on and off. Um, I didn't do one How this weekend. How can people follow you on Twitch? Twitch.tv forward slash Booch Music, B-O-O-C-H. And and when are you on? uh, Sometime. uh, I'm not going to. You can go and check it out if you want. Sometimes I'm on, I'm not. Give us a follow and you'll get a notification when I'm on. But usually Usually, sometimes Saturdays. Usually Saturday afternoons or evenings. Um, But again, I've got quite a busy couple of weeks ahead of me um, (laughs) of uncertainty. So I, I might not be on in the near future, but we'll see. If you follow, come check it out. Why not? There you go. Go on, Nigel. Are you ready? Thanks for that. We, we, we should have like a, a DJ podcast with all the DJs we've got. We've got Paul Turner. We've got George. And we could get Russ on or just push buttons. Excuse me. I used to be a DJ. <laughs> Sean White, DJ. Oh, so we could get yeah. uh, Leon Hyde on as well. Yeah, DJ to all the top uh Sean, you used to, used to do um used to play that hippity hop didn't you as you called it once. i did use to play that hippity hop and, yeah. and i told you i've been <laughs> sent some cassette tapes been translated to mp3 of when i used to do radio telstar in the 80s radio telstar oh i don't want to hear those where can i hear them uh, oh, I can email them to you. You yeah, might I'd, really like them. I'd love to, I'd love, yeah. love to hear that. I'd We've got to listen to you. This is before you were born. When I said I, I played them to Shireen, uh, she thought they were very funny. Is it like Radio Jackie? Is it? It was. Radio I used Jackie, to. Yeah, yeah, I used to do some stuff for Radio I'll Jackie, but I did. did um, yeah, I I did. Uh, Radio Telstar was my first uh, bits, and then then some stuff on Surrey Sounds. But yeah, Radio Telstar was. Uh, my first appearance what was your on jingle? Fire Radio. Uh, I'm going to play it to you next week. I'm going to take the jingle off. <laughs> Sean White plays hip hop or something like that. Oh, Hippity hop. Sean anyway, White. Sean White. Uh, Michael Levy Jr. He says, hi, or another good result against Sheffield United. I know it's not pretty, but we're organised and we are winning. That's right. People complaining about the subs. We won. People will always complain, Mike. We know that. Uh, who knows, he may have brought Ben Rama on and we'd drop points. Back the manager. Sean, how about a Lady Brady mask? It's a bit of a theme. This is the winner. I think you just got to go out and do it, Sean. Uh, just so we could see. Can you video it so we can see Shireen's face when you give her the, hey. the, the Lady Brady mask? And then you can both enjoy the present you put. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you as yeah. always, gentlemen. Uh, my answer to that is... Uh... 
On the advice of counsel, I invoke my Fifth Amendment privilege against self-incrimination and respectfully decline to answer your question. But we don't, it's not America, is it? So we don't have a Fifth Amendment, do we? Yeah, no. but Shireen's no. American. It doesn't matter. We're in England. Yeah. Dave Trevitt is back, he says, with his proper thing. He says, evening. He said, the best late present was a corporate at the bowling for his 48th birthday. Wasn't told till same day. Thought I was going Bobby Moore lower. And yesterday, well, he can't he can't do that one, though, Dave, <coughs> I'm afraid. Um, unless he goes and picks up rubbish around the back. Uh, on yesterday's game, very impressed with Stell's boyfriend. Uh, and thought Rice was outstanding. On a negative, you thought Bowen and Fornicator, which is four nails, need to wise up. You don't have to keep running. You can pass. Um, he says, Brady out. Brady out. Paul Oakley, put, he got this present. Oh, got this as a present for my truck. Uh, look closely. Oh no! What did I do? Oh, he's got he's got a West Ham W E five T H A M. Uh, Pixar Animation Studios. Oh yeah, I know this fellow. Yeah, Paul. yeah, Paul. He's contacting me. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I remember Paul. Yeah, obviously from the nights. Yeah. Uh, DJ, uh, talking to Button Monkeys, Russ DJ's back. He's put got a free pass as no shops are open. I'd go with a printable spa voucher. Printable spa voucher? I think Sean's gone to Tesco's. Has he? He's probably gone to Amazon. No, I haven't. Oh, here we um, go. Um, 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 uh, you know, Lidl's still open. Lidl's doing nice flowers. Good. Uh, only a few more left. Uh, you said my wife commented. I've not seen it here, Sean. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sardis says, Hi, chaps. In response to last week's question about which shire the colonel lives in, it's Oxfordshire, uh, which I think oh, right. yeah, yeah. is near um, the, I think the chauffeur's there, mate. You should have a word. You can Travelling together once COVID's gone. There's a lot of hammers here. He said, I met a few of them when I watched last season's debacle at the Casham. Just remember, I travelled from Oxford for every game. Oh, I right, know bragging. Uh, as for presents for Sean Misses, I presume he gets uh, whatever he wants from the staging shop fire Lady Brady. So maybe a Katy Perry Basque? Uh, don't think they still do them, do they? Uh, or Sean probably had one of them, to be fair. It's a great win on the weekend. Really hope we can snatch a win against Aston Villa and shut that diving bastard Grealish up. Next up, it's Mark Allen. Evening, gents. E, e of the out-of-towner, I might say. Oh, I should point out that Mark Allen. Uh, leaving the gifts to late is schoolboy error, Sean. Uh, you may have to give her something from around the house, like a pair of her own shoes that she hasn't worn for years, or just wrap up the iron. <laughs> just make sure you like that. when she opens that one. Uh, can't say I've ever had to buy a last-minute present. Oh, bragging now. But I've bought a last-minute card from the corner shop at the top of the road. She clocked it straight away, and it still comes up in the conversation. They don't forget, mate. They don't. 
Women well, never that's why it. your wife, I think your wife has probably commented yeah. for that exact reason. Uh, Sean my, my, uh, my, my One of my friends actually did that for his mum when we were at school. He wrapped up the Sky remote and a, a bottle of Febreze and from the house and gave it to her for a birthday present. Serious, genuine. <laughs> oh, true story, bro. True, that was a yeah. true story, bro. Yeah, cool story, bro. Uh, Sean Cronin, he's got a star next to his name. I don't know what that means or why he's got a star. Is, it, is, he, is, he, is he one of the He won a World Cup. Yeah, must have been. Well done, Sean. Probably important. Uh, oh, Sean Guevara, by the looks of his picture. Uh, you can now twin your toilet with another one somewhere else in the world. There's a website for it. Uh, sure beats the goat I never got. A square foot of the moon or brick in champion's place. I didn't understand a single word of that message. No, I'm glad you said that, Lynn, because I didn't understand that Basically, either. Basically, what it sounds like is you can twin your toilet with another one somewhere else in the world. He says there's a website. What does that mean? Well, you What can, does that, yeah. You know, you know, like your twin towns, like... A barking was twinned with some place in Germany, Fitten, or I don't know what it was called. Um, yeah. I don't know what Norm got twinned with. But, you know, so you can twin your toilet, you know. So when you go to the Kazi, you can have this Kazi's twinned with, like, the Black Hole in Calcutta. You know? Oh, okay. He, uh. he says, uh, even though quite how you Google that website, you have to be careful. Uh in sure beats the goat that he never got a square foot of the moon or a brick in the champion's place. I think he's complaining that he's never got a goat. He's not got a square foot of the moon. He ain't bought a brick in champion's place. Have you not thought about, you know, sh- you know, Shereen loves Sean putting the champions. You know, that was, if it didn't take two years to put one in, I would have definitely oh. done that. What about, <laughs> have you thought about buying her a star? You can buy stars and have them named. Yeah, good, good story, bro. Moving on. All right. Well, oh, oh, I was giving you something. Decent, it's a yeah. portrait. That's what you could have got. Mind you, bit of a wait in this now, so I want to got it done for tomorrow. Next up, I should what I should have done is got a portrait <laughs> from uh, from Len. If I thought about it, um, if yeah. I'd only pre-planned it, isn't that isn't that literally what sure Len just said? It. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah it's, is that? It's, oh, sorry, you broke up. Yeah, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. To be fair, it would have cost <laughs> extra to have you in it. Uh, new, uh, maybe maybe new internet. <laughs> yeah. Harry Demon was sort of like Lemon, but with a D. Um, unless he's Harry Demon. But anyway. Uh, oh, that's my dinner ready. Oh, oh microwave dinner. Uh, the microwave rice, yeah. All right. Uh, Uncle oh, Ben's, God. are we still allowed to say that? Or no, we... no, yeah, he's still allowed to say that, I think. Um, <laughs> um, it's uh, Sainsbury's own Thai jasmine rice tonight, I've got oh, with a lucky yeah, Thai, Thai green curry. There you go. Oh, nice. Oh, right, right, before you go, give us your uh, prediction. Remember, one um, nil's already gone for us. 2 1. 2 1. West 2 1. Yeah. All right, enjoy your dinner. Thanks, guys. It's uh, been a pleasure. George. Cheers, George. Cheers. See you, George. Uh, He's, Harry's gone, uh, evening, gents. I always suspected my dad gets my Christmas presents last minute, as all of mine and my brother's gifts from previous years have been from the West Ham store. Named mugs, jackets, key rings, the lot. Maybe that'd work, Sean. You'd also be gifting your missus and your buddy, Sully, in one swoop. Help fund our transfer budget. Never thought... Oh, oh Harry, I like your thinking now. You're letting the side down, Sean. 
Question. If Declan Rice left in January, how would you feel? If I had £100 million, found, £100 million pounds in return for him, then I'd feel just fine. Uh, if he left on the cheap, I'd feel cheated and disappointed. I concur. So the latter, the second answer would be right. Cheated and disappointed. That's how I'd feel. Because I don't think we could negotiate hundred million for him. Yes. Mm. I, it, it, the day Declan Rice leaves us shows the folly of the move to the stadium. Because one of the things of the move was it weren't supposed to happen like that. Yeah, we're not supposed to sell our best players or our young. We don't know that yet. You know, let's give nope. people a fair shout. Yeah. Anyway, we're running out of time. Are we we up to your wife's comment yet? We're getting there, yes. He says he feels his departure. We're still on uh, Harry Lemon. He said he feels like his departure is inevitable. Surely he should see the season out. Has has there been talk about him leaving in January then? Um, Who? Declan. Rice. Yeah, well, uh, normal. He's been raised by, by the papers. So the sun... The Daily Star, you know, the usual suspects, the Daily they're Mail. They're still going. But, but they just raise it again without any substance. So it's it's just it's just for clicks, really. Says the man that runs Claret and you. Happy well, birthday, we write Mrs. stories Sean. denying it. <laughs> uh, happy birthday, Mrs. Sean. All the best, but she's not a Mrs. I, I, she probably nah. would have liked that, to be fair. Uh, Samantha Hardy, first time commenter. Welcome, Samantha. Who's that? It was, what's her name? What's Samantha her name? Samantha Hardy. Of course. She didn't even take your name. <laughs> oh. Don't get oh. me started, she says. Uh, luckily, she didn't list it. <laughs> so. Right. So let's, let's just have a look. What? When was Sam's birthday, Nigel? Uh, September. And what did you buy her in September when the shops weren't shut? Um, good question. It's a good question. It's a very good question, Sean. And I'm really glad you asked me that. (laughs) Because if I couldn't tell you the answer, then basically I would be very embarrassed. (sighs) Evan Turner, happy birthday to you, (laughs) Mr. Sean. You didn't buy her anything, did you? I did. Yeah, listen, I always buy something. Yeah. I mean, the fact that in five years she had three foot spas and two lady shows, or three lady shows, because <laughs> <laughs> I kept forgetting what oh, I Oh, dear. Um, I'm, I'm going to message Sam and ask her what you bought her. You know, lastminute.com is a fantastic website. <laughs> um, so normally I'll get her like a spa day. And, and just as an extra present, I'll do it without me as well. Um Ever, ever, it's old Evian Turner. Um, says happy birthday to your missus, Sean. If you can't get anything last minute, I find a favour coupon works well. Make a good one for a massage of your choice ticket and call <laughs> it a day. There you go. Which is you like a bit of there you go. Good idea. Do you know what? That's the most sensible idea. Take I've off heard some Sean that. love vouchers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have IOUs. 
she would say. Uh, question for both Nigel and Sean, based on a topic from a couple of weeks ago. Go Does Nigel still believe that you cannot be a German West Ham fan? Don't think I've ever said that. Be a what? German West Ham fan. Does Nigel still believe that you cannot be a German West Ham fan? You did say that about um, Ebby, didn't you, first of all? Is that what he's referring well, to last week? People think, what? I had a state of mind 20 years ago where, you know, I, I, there was no internet and I didn't know where people came from. And, you know, I I, I think this is where I, I, how do I think myself out of this without causing more trouble. But yes, I, people would say I had a chip on my shoulder. Yes, but the internet and, and this opened up a world to me where you meet some absolutely fantastic people that, that put you to shame. And I, and I will admit that. So Nigel does not still believe that you cannot be a German West Ham fan, um, considering someone I consider to be a very good friend of mine very close friend of mine, is actually a German that lives in Germany and is a West Ham fan, longer standing than I am. Um, Germany lives in Germany. Wow. Well, yeah. Listen, don't get me stopped. Anyway, you're, you're running out of time. He said, on Sean's side, could someone support both the German national team and West Ham United as their club? Or do you think loyalty to the Amers demands loyalty to the Free Lions? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, no you. I, 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 to be honest, I've gone off the national game. I really have. Dear, oh dear. Full of Spurs players, you know. I just, I, I, I just can't be. Do you know what? I've not seen any of these friendlies. I think I said last week. My, I'll just watch the Euros and the World Cup. And be disappointed. I just can't, can't be bothered with the England team outside of that. All right, club always before country. Is that right? Well, yeah, I suppose. I think you know. Um, nationally, it's still good when when England does well. You know, I. I What's more important, the World Cup or the league title? Um, well, I, do, I suppose it depends who wins it, but, you know. Mark Reaper on Twitter, or Kevin, as we know him, uh, he says, <laughs> I'm too tight to pay with ex-employee. Will Sean give me free transfer news and gossip? Uh, alternatively, Sean, can you... Oh, yes. Uh, actually, that's a very good point. All right, I whispered this a few weeks ago, but let's make it official now, because I have written this. We are in for Josh King in January. There is no mistake about that. We're in for him. Um, we hope we can get him for 13 million quid. But a push, we'll go up to 15. Now, oh, shit, that's far too much. He's got six months well, left. I, I, I'm just a messenger. Okay. Um, he could hold on, and and you know, I, I I'm just I'm just a messenger. That's all I'll say. But yeah, we're in for Josh King. Uh, there's a few. We are looking at the the Czech League as well. Um, 
they will look at uh, putting in some reinforcements. But the one bit of exclusive news I will give you, and I should have mentioned it in the section, is um, David Moyes, forget what we've talked about, Alaire and everything else. David Moyes has decided it, his priority is a striker, hence the, the Josh King talk. He wants a striker in January. If he, do, he doesn't sign anyone else, he wants a striker. And if he does bring here, Josh King in, what does that do to Haller? Well, what does it tell you? Well, I, I look, I, I, I don't want to. I want to disparage Elair and and everything else. So I think it's better off that I plead the fifth. But you know that that sends its own message out if you bring someone like Josh King in. Patience is wearing thin. Next up is Dan thirty one sixty forty three forty. It's a lot of Dan's. Imagine the amount of Dan's on Twitter. You turn up and say, what name would you like on Twitter? And as you're logging into Twitter for the first time, you went, I think I want Dan. And you type in at Dan and it says, sorry, this is taken. But you can have Dan 3,160,434. Okay, move on. Because you've got... He said, um, with Haller changing his nationality to the Ivory Coast, will we be trying to sell him? Because we were told previously that African players called Mayhem. <sighs> Brady out. Brady out. Brady out. <laughs> we can sell him? Who? Haller. Yeah, no, he's African. No. No, no. Um, look, I, look. I, of course, we'd sell him if we could get the money back. But uh, you, you look. If someone came along and we could get eighty, ninety percent of our money back in um, January, we'd snap their hand off. But I don't think that will happen. He, he could go in the summer, though. Um, so we, we, we'll see. Um, flippant remark about uh, Ivory Coast, by the way, but. Um, Flip a remark. Move on. You've got, you've got, and I'll tell you what, because the whole point is, I said I had to our past day. It is now 8.24. You've got six minutes to finish off. Yeah, all right. Son, calm down. Yeah. I'll be finished quicker than you'll buy a present, that's for sure. Evening, mate. Looking forward to the pod. He says lots of talk about putting Ben Rama in the team and who should make way. With four nails being the most likely... Uh, I'd suggest he replaces Masuaku, as in my opinion, it wouldn't disrupt the way Moyes likes to play. Mm, do, you, do you think on that? If you're going to bring, I, I agree, it's Masuaku or uh, or uh, for nows. But as I said before, and I stick to it, you know, super sub. I don't replace him. He's put P.S. Could you put Surrey in the Cockney inclusion zone, please, so we can all move on? Uh, especially, <laughs> as we've already confirmed, Bowling Forest Gate is a straight in. <sighs> is it a straight in? Well, Bowling Forest Gate is, yes, because it's uh, Old Borough West Ham. What about if you're a club legend like Billy Bonds? I, I don't start, outside don't start, him, Len, Len, do not start this. In Upton Park. I've muted him. He's still at. He's still. I've muted. I've muted Nigel as well now. He's right, still out of town. All right, right we done. It's from south of the water, isn't it? You know, I don't know yeah, if that's it's... what made him better. There you go. I've muted him again. I'm, I'm hoping. And he had I'm his webbed feet as well, Bill. So he was oh, good for Christ. <laughs> um, 
you know, because they are Move on. funny. He's from Plumstead, isn't he, Bill? Yeah. Move on. different over Move on. It ain't their fault. You know, they're marsh dwellers. You know? Yeah. So, hey-ho. South of the water, you're out of order. And thus endeth this week's Facebook, Twitter, question time, more than just a podcast. Good. Right. Well, we're just about on time. Predictions. Len, uh, Villa. I've already got 1-0, obviously. West Ham. 2-2. Desmond. 2-0. No, we said 2-2. Did you say 2-0? 2-2. I missed that. Uh, Nigel. Uh, 1-1. Okay. There you go. You got uh, uh, Villa are a good team. Uh, we play on Monday, don't we? Monday night football. We've got four minutes, haven't we? We've got four yeah. minutes left. Hold up, Shep. Super six. Well, so, uh, you did score more points than me this week, Sean. Oh, did I? Yeah. Did I? How did I do? Uh, well, you was you was doing a lot better than me until Barnsley scored two goals in the last ten minutes to give me five points. Um. So where am I? Go on then. Uh, behind me, because I'm up to seventh. I'm just logging in now. Um, so, uh, top ten. Well, you. So I quickly, I say you where you are. Oh, you're seventeenth. You've gone up a bit. Oh, excellent. Uh, only 11 you points You've got two minutes. Me. Right, yeah. So top How many? 10, you're 11 points behind me. Okay. Top 10 is uh, joint 10th is Malcolm Warrington, uh, the woolly back, and Ben Dwyer. <laughs> Ninth, Matt Russell. Eight, Stephen Blay. Seven is myself. Six, you know, doing well for the ladies. It's Samantha Cooney. Five is Rory Sullivan. Four is Nicholas Irons. Uh, three, Clive Soden. Two, Gareth Davis. And number one, it's only fools and horses himself, Mr. John Sullivan. So, but it's still Excellent. all to play for. Uh, and uh, games are on this week, people, so make sure you get your hands in. Yeah. Uh, that's all we all the time we have this week, because I've got to go and buy some presents and prepare. I've been Sean. Nigel has been... Uh, on yeah, yeah. And uh, Len has been here with Nigel and Sean. Oh, hold up! And, and George, don't forget Wednesday. Hopefully, this will come out tomorrow. So listen to this, and then listen to Wednesday to me and Pen, uh, me and Len have a propaganda. Pen, yeah. Is that a little pet name for Len? Pen. No, right, Pen. I, I thought I'd get that because he called me Sean on the podcast. So uh. yeah, yeah why, why is um Aunt Pen not putting comments in anymore? Well, it was only this week. She didn't. She did last week. All right. Okay. Anyway, uh, that's all the time we've got. Bye. See ya. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bye. Come on, you iron. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. One hour and fifty-one minutes. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.